Hello, and welcome back to the Save the Cat podcast. I'm Naomi, and this is episode two of our series taking a deep dive into the Blake Snyder beat sheet. Before we move on to talking about more of the beats, which is uh, coming up in the next two episodes with a very special guest, um, but today let's talk about how to use the beat sheet, specifically in what order should you tackle figuring out the beats of your story. Um, if you've used the beat sheet a lot, or if you've developed a system that works well for you, you might hear this topic and think, you know, it's it's a non-issue. But for many writers, especially those writers just starting out, staring down a blank beat sheet can feel really intimidating. Um, if that's you, you might feel like you don't know where to start, or you might feel some pressure, like you're being tested about how well you know your story. And you might feel like the right way to fill in all that white space is to start at the top and work your way down. Um, you know, the beats are numbered so nicely from 1 to 15, so why wouldn't you work in chronological order, right? But let me tell you, just from my experience, that's hardly ever the way a beat sheet comes together, and a chronological approach might actually be making it more difficult if that's what you're attempting to do. So if that feels like you, then you're probably not alone. Now, I should say, there's no single right way to do any part of this. The process that gets your story down on the page is the best process of all, so you should always do what works for you. If you are working in a chronological order and it's working for you, then certainly don't change because I said that that is more difficult. Um, always do what works for you. That's the rule of thumb. But if you're staring at the beat sheet and feeling paralyzed by all those, all those blank spots to fill in, here are some strategies to think about that might help. Um, so where do we begin? What, you know, when you're working out a new story idea, often there's some scene that's pretty clear in your mind. Either it was the first scene that, you know, sparked the idea for a screenplay in the very beginning, or just early on in the process when you were exploring an idea, you came up with a scene that you fell in love with and it just stuck with you, and you've always felt like it was going to end up in the final product. Often we have some scene like that in mind, right? Um, so one of the things you can do is think about that scene and see if you can figure out where in the movie it should fall. Could it be one of your major structure beats, or could it fall into one of those beats we talked about last time that's more of a section of your script? Um, it'll be much easier to figure out where it should go if you're already familiar with what each of the beats should do, you know, if you understand how each beat functions. So definitely brush up on that first. But once you figure out where that first scene goes, you can usually begin to do the math of the story structure from there. And don't let the mention of math scare you. Um, doing the math is all about the relationships between the beats. And if you've familiarized yourself with each of the beats, you probably have a better grasp on this than you realize. Um, for example, if you know the break into two, you can work backwards to come up with a catalyst, right? Because the break into two shows us the main character beginning to pursue a goal. And whatever that goal is, it's connected to the problem or opportunity that was created at the catalyst. The story goal is usually an attempted solution to that catalyst problem in some way. So if you know what they're trying to do at the break into two, then you can do the math to figure out what was the problem they were trying to solve, and then you can create a catalyst that produces that problem, right? 
similarly, if you know the finale, you can figure out the break into two. Uh, if you have a great idea for a midpoint, you can begin to figure out the opening and final images. Or you might try to break the break into two and break into three from that midpoint because they, they all have a, a nice um, relationship between them. And if you have some exciting or scary or fun ideas for fun and game section, uh, I think you can do the math from there to figure out the break into two and then work backward and forward from that, from that beat. So I think you can see where I'm going with all of this. Uh, all of the parts of a story are related, or they should be if your story is cohesive and logical. And because of the relationships between each beat, that means you can use those relationships and you can use your knowledge and understanding of them to help lead you to what the other beats might be. Now, a final word before I send you off to work on your own story beats, and that is that you should hold all of this loosely. When I say you can do the math, that's a fun description for it, I think, but as I said in the beginning, there are really no right answers to this. The best way to approach your story is to understand how stories and how the beats of a story work, and then to use that knowledge as an effective um, guide to shape the story you want to tell, right? Okay, that's all for today. Post your thoughts and questions in the comments, and until next time, happy writing.